moon collar workers, space elevators, and orbiting spas, an entrepreneur's guide to the commercialization of space. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Kara Kunzman, lead futurist for strategic foresight at the Center for Space Policy and Strategy for the Aerospace Corporation. Welcome, Kara. Hey, thanks for having me. What is the Aerospace Corporation known for, and what do you do there? Yeah, so we're a federally funded research center, really focused on transforming the space enterprise. So we've been around since the 1960s. We help make space happen, um, and uh, we help lead and uh, uh, get GPS up and running. And now we're moving forward on a wide variety of applications for space um, across civil, commercial, and national security space. Um, and we're about 4,500 scientists and engineers, and we're based in El Segundo, California, but we have offices all over the nation. You created a map you call Pathfinder's Guide to the Space Enterprise. Tell us what the map is and why you created it. Yeah, so this is, uh, it, it was a long running uh, to make this map. Um, Essentially, I lead uh, something called our Strategic Foresighting Initiative, um, which essentially is all about creating systematic methodologies to think about multiple possible futures so that we can make better decisions today. Um, I think we all kind of see in the current environment we're in, including the interview we're having, just how um, volatile, uncertain, chaotic, and ambiguous. We often refer to that as VUCA our world is. And so needing methods and ways to help us build resiliency um, in our strategies and our plans. Um, so that really is kind of what our team is all about. And so we've been thinking really hard about how do we start helping bring together the enterprise so that we can be more resilient and so that we can start actively coordinating um, a bigger, more transformative vision for space and hopefully for sustaining human presence in space and for sustaining large scale ecosystems and um, you know, commerce and peaceful use and scientific you know, endeavors. And we're not gonna do that alone. And so how do we start seeding uh, thoughts about what are the possibilities? Uh, because if you can't dream it, you can't get there. And so this map was really supposed to help start the conversation. And so our team, um, our core team, uh, of strategic foresight practitioners, but we also extended it to over 70 folks, both within our company, as well as thought leaders um, within the space industry to help us work through some strategic foresighting workshops and activities to gather key insights to pull together this map. Um, and we have kind of seven core themes that we pulled out through our research, um, really focused on how do we talk and think about the future of space? And so we have intelligence infrastructure, uh, conflict, players, workforce, resources, access, and exploration as those seven core themes. Um, we can link the, the map for those that are interested in kind of doing a deeper dive. It's really, really uh, thick with content, but essentially this map is supposed to help you kind of think on the same baseline of how do you think about the future and start asking what if questions. So it's not necessarily supposed to predict any singular future, but really start thinking through like, well, what are the possibilities now that I'm looking at the convergence points between these really interesting intersections of things that we know are happening today, 
how might that play out? How might that look? Where do I want things to go? Where do I not want things to go? Where, where do I see some issues and where do I see some opportunities that maybe aren't being seized yet? So it's just to start the conversation. And we've used this tool to talk to everybody from you know, K through 12 and kids in college and aspirational future leaders of space and maybe even future astronauts um, to folks who are working in industry and entrepreneurs who are creating new companies. I've had entrepreneurs come to us and say, hey, that convergence point is actually my business. And you gave me the confidence to see that this is actually really relevant in the future. So it's been really exciting. And it's just, you know, supposed to kickstart a conversation. We have a lot more kind of planned with our group in terms of other products we're, we're going to be putting out here in the future as well. You also discussed two critical uncertainties shaping the future of space. What are they? Yeah, so I mean, the first is obviously um, the global the global power states. Like, who is who is a very interesting question of who is going to be driving future space activity? Is it the traditional geopolitical competition that's driving that? Is the a nation state? Is it something else? Is it corporations? Is it groups of people and interests of people? And you can imagine this is fairly, you know somewhat fairly straightforward. It's becoming increasingly complex in our, our world as we move towards the intelligence age. But just imagine how complicated that's going to get once we have humans who are not of Earth origin and how those power states start shaping activities. And it seems crazy out there sci-fi, but I mean, this is potentially moving very, very quickly, uh, definitely within our lifetimes. And how does that all shape you know, where the future is going? I think the second critical uncertainty which is the degree in which space can actually be commercialized and commoditized. Um, while there's a lot of really exciting movement happening, and of course, we're seeing huge amounts of private investment funnel into space that we've never seen at the scale before, and we have billionaires who are super passionate about space, um, there's a lot of uncertainty about how sustainable some of these business models are. Um, it's getting better. Um, but I think there's some, you know, some foundational things that need to be done both uh, on the commercial side as well as the government side and international collaboration to provide that stability, to provide infrastructure, to kind of seed these longer term um, strides forward of the, the commercial sector. So those are our two critical uncertainties that we've kind of flagged. In studying the map, I notice one recurring topic, and that is of ownership. Who owns the stuff we leave behind in space and who owns the resources we find out there? Could one space player assume agency over a resource left behind by another space player? <laughs> yeah, ownership is an interesting one, right? Because we have, you know, we have laws and rules that we may perceive are right, but at the end of the day, you know, first come, first serve. And the first player out there and the one that is, you know, setting the norms of behavior is the one that that wins. And so I think there are some really interesting questions that are going to come up in the, you know, in the future, whether it's for geopolitical gain or power competition, or if it's for commercial competition, you know, if seizing others' resources or, you know, taking others, you know, bandwidth, we've seen this happen in jamming and, you know, other things, um, you know, RF is a huge resource that, you know, commercial companies argue over, um, you know, Geosynchronous orbit slots is, is another one. I mean, there are huge <laughs> international uh, games that are being played just over those, those resources. And so um, ownership is a really critical one. And I mean, clear, 
we don't have it figured out. We don't have it figured out in the United States because it's not just a US problem, it's a international, it's a whole of humanity problem. Um, and, you know, it's the same thing with debris, you know, technically by, you know, by law, whoever, whatever nation puts that debris up there owns it. Um, so why aren't we, why aren't we enforcing uh, stricter laws on those being responsible for the debris that has been put up there? Uh, clearly it's becoming an increasing problem and uh, it's, it's a real, I think it's a real urgent situation that we have to figure out. Where can we go to get a copy of the map? Yeah, so you can go to the Center for Space Policy and Strategy at Aerospace and just uh, search for Pathfinder's Guide. It'll pop right up and you can download your own map and it's um, a high res version. So if you wanna print out uh, the map into a glossy form and fold it up like you would if you were a hitchhiker uh, in space, you can do that. Uh, and you know, if you see me at an upcoming conference here, hopefully we'll have more in-person conference We'll be uh, handing that out as well as some other related uh, swag with the map. It's a beautiful map. I have to give oh, you, thank you a lot of kudos <laughs> on that. Kara Kunzeman, Lead Futurist and Strategic Foresight at the Center for Space Policy and Strategy for the Aerospace Corporation. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to follow more, maybe they want to get a copy of the map or just follow you personally, what's the best way they can do that? Yeah, so um, they can email us at futures at arrow.org. Um, you can look me up on LinkedIn. I'm really active on LinkedIn. Um, and you can go back to our aerospace webpage, Center for Space Policy and Strategy. Thanks again, Kara. Yeah, thanks much. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.